Inspiration now in session. Inspire God's people. Off the record. Alright, I'm ready. My dreams line up with God's dream. Now you know exactly what I mean. But this stays off the record. Let's talk off the record. This is off the record. Let's get off the record. Yeah. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will, and I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People Off the Record. I talk a lot. That's why I have a show. It actually makes a lot of sense. Life has a funny way of working out sometimes. I guess that's what the scripture means when it says all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his Purpose. Purpose is so interesting because it has a way of taking something that can be maybe considered a flaw and bringing value to it, giving it purpose. So a person like me doesn't just end up talking a lot for no reason, which I'm sure maybe some people feel that way. I love you anyway, regardless of what you think of me. I don't know who that was to, but it just felt right. Yeah, man. And I love that the scripture says his purpose. That's what we all have to try to find in this life is a way to submit our will to God's will so that he can use our personalities and our gifts and our talents in the way in which he intended. Because a lot of times, you know, we have different plans. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of how it goes. And that's why I love the word of God, because it's there to direct us. Honestly, I would have never known these things if I didn't read the word of God, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't even know how to apply these things. And so reading the word is really just a step. You have to go beyond that and learn how to apply it. So with that being said, I actually want to do something different today. I'm gonna go ahead and play a clip of a sermon that I spoke, I believe a year, year and a half ago, whatever it may be. Let's just give you guys a small portion of that. We'll see what I got to say there. Then we'll come back into the shop. I want to make a confession. Um, I hate, hate it, hate the thought of taking a test. Like when I was in school, dog, like I literally hated taking a test. Now there was like two type of tests in particular for me, right? For me, it was number one test I hate, multiple choice. Like I'm gonna tell you off rip, the whole idea of a multiple choice test for me is like, so what you want to do is give me four options. They all kind of seem like the same thing. Then, like, but it's one word off. So my whole thing that I ain't like about a multiple choice is your whole, like, you, try, you ain't even trying to help me be right. Like, you trying to actually make me wrong. Then I'm looking at homegirl in front of me, and see, I got the AAA, BBB, CCC. Oh, girl, Joy going to BCABCD. I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. My pattern ain't looking like hers, and she got a B. I'm a D student. You got a B, and my pattern ain't looking right. So I didn't like multiple choice. The second type of test I didn't like, right? I'm just confessing. I didn't like true or false. You feel me? Like, now, now, now I'm going to tell you why. Listen, listen, bro. I'm gonna tell you why I ain't like true or false, right? True or false is like no matter what you pick, you was almost right. <laughs> like that, that irritates me. It, at least with multiple choice, I could have picked A and it was D or you. Like with true or false, you literally were almost right. 
every single time. That irritated me. It, but, but the good thing about true or false is you could always be like, I almost had it. Like, no matter what happened. Now, there was one type of test, y'all. This one, this one really, like, there was one type of test that perplexed me over every single type of test that I ever took in school. And that was, no, I got, I got to say this before that. It, it was one more before that. I can't skip the essay, boy. I, I, had, a, I had a history class, right? I had the history class, and my man was slick at Oakland University. This guy was slick. It was only like six questions on the test, but your answer was a one-page essay. So that means, number one, everybody answered different. And that means you actually had to read something to know it, right? Now, I'm going to tell you all how I get down. I'm, I'm just, this is a moment of, of honesty, right? This is how your boy get down. Your boy ain't read the book, ain't got the book, right? So if I get to that joint and it say, what was the Battle of Gettysburg, right? I'm just telling y'all legit what I would do. I would create this whole story in my mind. I would say, General Getty began sailing across the seas in the wintertime. General Getty, after six months of traveling, came across an iceberg. When General Getty came across this iceberg, there was someone, General Thomas from the land beyond, that saw that and he wanted his iceberg and they began to go at war. After three months of war, Getty would win the war and it became Gettysburg. <laughs> and that is literally, I'm not joking, that is literally how I would answer that question. So you can imagine that I hated answering questions, right? Now lastly, the one that perplexed me was an open book test. I'm going to tell you why an open book test. It threw me off for completely, completely different types of reasons. So wait a minute. I show up to the joint, and the question is, like, who went to the Battle of Gettysburg? I got the book, flip through the book. It's like, General Getty. And I write that down, and I'm right. Something feel like, wait a minute, this is a little too easy to be true, right? But it wasn't. There were certain professors that would literally just give you an open book test. I don't know. I, here's what I think it was for. I think it was literally to, to, to show you how foolish some people are. Because believe it or not, when a professor gives an open book test, everybody don't get 100. Wow. Now you asking yourself, like, how could a person not get 100% when the only requirement for an open book test is to open the book? Right. So... Of course, in my mind, I'm like, well, that reminds me a lot of life. We got the Bible, right? We have this book that God left us. It's like the Bible is literally the answers to every question that you will ever deal with in your entire life. And so God gives you this book, and then he gives you this life, and throughout this life, you go through different tests. Right? And what happens as I sit back and watch people, we are literally walking through life with an open book test looking foolish because we won't open the book. So it's like, imagine you go back to that classroom and you're looking at me and I have all the answers right here, but the book is closed. And so instead of looking at the book for the answer, 
I'm going to just tell you my story of Gettysburg and what I think Gettysburg means. Now, let me be real. It made a little bit of sense to me. There was a bird. There was a Getty. And I put it all together and made Gettysburg. Woo! I had to take y'all to church real quick. They didn't know I could do that, did they? Huh? I had to take you to church. I got to take you to church. Gotta take you to church in the Uber. Oh, I had to take them to church. That's how I do it. Oh, I had to take them to church. They never knew it. Woo. I had to take them to church, 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 church. Clap them hands. Hey, hey, hey. I'm in this boy Jitten. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm back. I promise. I just had a moment. Y'all have to forgive me when I have moments like that. It, it's something that just happens. I, I zone out, ask my wife. There are times that we're together and we chilling. And if one of my songs come on, then I just zone out. I don't know why. And she'll be like, yo, like Jay. I'm like, oh, my bad. I forgot what was happening. And I'm dead serious. So life is an open book test. How did y'all feel about that? Did you understand? Did you, did you connect? You know what I'm saying? We are walking around this life and we all have questions. Come on. I get it. There are things that happen in your life that you question, that you don't understand. And there are things that you're tested with throughout this life. But our comfort should be in knowing with the Bible, we are taking an open book test. So my question is, are you opening the book? And how do you think we look as individuals if the Lord has given us the answers to the test? And yet we're going through the trials and tribulations of this life and we're looking for answers everywhere but in the book. You get what I'm saying? We're looking for answers from all type of other religious uh, resources and, you know, secular motivation and all of these things, all of these options that are out there. And you know what's happening? You just try one thing and putting that down because it don't work. And then try another thing and put that down because it doesn't work. And I'm going to say this, and I know this might step on some toes, but there are even some of us who are trying a false version of the word of God and it's not working. You know, we are sitting under leadership and participating in even false Christian activity that does not line up with sound doctrine in the word of God. And those things are failing us. So what I'm saying to you, what I'm urging myself and you and everyone else listening to do is don't take this test without opening up the book for yourself. Yes, it's great to fellowship and to be under leadership and at a church and those things. And you got to try to find a good one. But at the end of the day, you have to be opening the book for yourself because I'm here to tell you it's just not enough to depend on people because it's too much information out there now. Like it's so many doctrines and versions of a religion and you almost don't know what to think until you open the book. It's an open book test. People, please don't fail an open book test. You have all the answers before you in God's word. Trust him. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. But you have to open the book. What? Oh. What? In the world? You know what that means? It is time for what in the world. Okay, so this really happened. I don't make this stuff up. I need y'all to understand that. All I do 
is bring the situations to the show. I don't add to it. I don't take it away. Of course, maybe a little bit. Sometimes I exaggerate with the tone of my voice and my reactions and things like that. Things like that. What I'm telling y'all is these are the things that I deal with in this crazy world. So, first of all, what I don't like is the small print. Small print bothers me. What in the world is up with companies who use the small print to lie or deceive you. You feel what I'm saying? I understand that maybe it, you gotta make some of the print small if you just wanna add all this information that of course you don't want in a commercial or a promo flyer or email or whatever. I understand that, you do it to make it fit. But here's my thing, the important stuff shouldn't be in small print. Okay, so here's what happened to me. I kept getting this email from one of my banks, okay? So they just kept sending this promo and it's a great bank and I do take advantage of promos sometime. So I'm like, you know what? I've been kind of considering it like back and forth about it. This particular promo was dealing with stocks and trading and I've been following a couple of stocks and some companies and I was thinking, you know what? I might want to get a little bit of this or I might want to get a little bit of that. Maybe I should take advantage of trading on this platform through my bank and, you know, getting this little promo. So I'm going to tell you this. The promo was to receive, let's call it a few thousand dollars, like a bonus for signing up during this time of year. And I'm telling you, this bank is legit. I've signed up for other promos during certain times of the year and they come through and that's why they got my attention. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, it's pretty straightforward. It wasn't a lot of information on the promo they were sending me. And so I thought it was pretty simple. So I called them. I'm like, I'm about to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get knee deep into this situation. I call them and I'm like, yeah, you know, hey, this is a uh, J Will from Inspire God's People, you know? I didn't really say that. I didn't really say that. I didn't really say that. So I call them and I'm like, hey, what's up? I want to take advantage of this promo that you guys keep sending me. It seems pretty straightforward. I've read over it and I'm ready to do this thing. Let's do it. And you know, first of all, what I didn't like is I didn't like his whole tone because I feel like he knew that I wasn't about to be able to do this situation. And so he was like, okay, yeah, great. You want to, um, do that little promo. I'm like, yeah, so what do I got to do to sign up? He's like, oh, you just got to, you know, keep a balance minimum in that particular account of $2 million. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so to get the couple thousand, I got to have $2 million. He like, yeah. I was like, all right, bye. And we got off the phone. But I didn't like his vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, he kind of sounded like it wasn't about to happen before I said it wasn't about to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you know what I got, fam? I got other banks, you know what I'm saying? I could have had the two milli for that sitting over in the other bank. Needless to say, I didn't do the thing, couldn't do the thing, but I'm mad. I'm upset because I believe that at some point in time when you was creating this flyer that had just a little couple hundred, I mean, not a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars that I would get for signing up into this program, I think it's pretty important that, hey, you actually need to have $2 million minimum to even get this couple thousand. I don't even think it's a good promo anymore when I think about that. It's like, okay, that promo sounded good when I thought my minimum could be whatever I wanted it to be, which is no minimum. 
and I could just trade whatever I want to trade and you give me a couple thousand dollars bonus, then cool, I'm ready to sign up. But I'm sorry if I'm not too excited about giving you $2 million for you to give me a few thousand. But what I'm more upset about is the fact that you didn't decide to put $2 million on your little design. Like when you hit up the uh, graphic designer and you were giving them all the information for the flyer, like, yeah, all right, I wanted to say that. Okay, yeah, I want them to put, you gotta have a number on there because they gotta know who to call. All right, yeah, we gotta hit them with the logo. You know what I'm saying? You want the logo on there. I mean, maybe it's just me, but I'm thinking at some point in time, you might've wanted to be like, yeah, you might wanna go ahead and put on there that they need $2 million minimum to do it. Listen, fam, even if I had the two milli for that, that's not what I was gonna do with my $2 million. You could have saved that flyer. And, and the only reason I'm not saying this bank name is because number one, I don't like the bad mouth businesses, you know what I'm saying, over the you know airwaves. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a little bit of respect for y'all. And it is a good bank otherwise. I've had a good experience with this financial institution, but I really think I'm gonna email them and let them know that that bothered me. Y'all know how I do. I like to let companies know. Oh, as a quick recap too, because I had a couple people asking me. I, I gave a story on a previous show about a worm in the food at, at a restaurant and I reached out to corporate. So all together they gave us $50 in gift certificates. Now I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna take the $50, probably give it to somebody because I don't know if I wanna eat there anymore. But I don't feel like that was enough. Like we got the $20 gift certificate you know, during our first visit. Then you turn around and corporate sends us $30 and I'm thinking like, man, if I were to try to sue you for having a worm in my food, I think I would get more than 30 bucks. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do that. I have no interest in doing that, but I just felt like it was kind of tacky for them to send us a $30 gift certificate to come back to their place. I feel like that at least should have been $100 and maybe even included a free dessert or something like that but $30, $50 altogether for a worm in my food. What's going on with these companies? And for you people who wanna put important information in a small print, listen, I'm just telling you that's disrespectful. Sometimes I'm watching commercials and they like, oh yeah, come on down right now and get 55% off. And then you get there and it's like, you got about $2,000 worth of socks and drawers to get this 55% off. And it's like, well, basically you want, me to, you want me to spend more money than I have to get less money than I got. Look, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it's how I feel. Don't leave important information out of the small print. Is that too much to ask? It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. It's that time of the show where we check out some of my recent social media posts and I give you guys a little bit of insight and detail behind what I was thinking when I made the post. And every now and then we'll take a peek into the comment section. So let's get social. The first post has 78 likes, 20 comments, five shares. I said somewhere along the way, we stopped using the gifts to worship and started worshiping the gifts. That's pretty plain and simple right there. I always think about Lucifer in heaven 
and how he was so gifted, right? Such a gifted being, but started to desire what was owed and due to God. And he started wanting it for himself. And so a lot of times I'll think about, you know, just artists and creatives and talented people, right? It could really be anything that you do where we as human beings find ourselves sometimes starting to seek after God's glory. And it gets scary, right? You think about how people become fans of an artist or a celebrity and people are falling out and crying in the presence of a celebrity. And it's like, man, you don't even do all that in the presence of God. So it's a really scary thing when we worship a gift because think about it. None of us really chose our gifts anyway. So it's like, why worship this person for how great they are when they're not even the reason for being that great? Always think about that when it comes to things like racism. It's like literally nobody on earth chose their race. So it's like, why do we brag or treat people differently about things that we didn't even choose? Quiet is kept for a lot of people. If you had a choice in some of these things in life, you wouldn't even be you. You'd be a little taller, a little stronger. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, anyway, that was that post. We getting social people, so let's move along. Oh, here's a good one. Five habits of a millionaire. Now, if you're on my email list, which you can sign up at jwillmusic.com, then you've already received this in an email, along with the article that actually had 15 habits. You see what I'm saying? I gave the email list 15 habits. Share the article from Business Insider. Oh, if you're on the social media, this is my Facebook page, Jermaine James. I got like eight slots left for friends. Listen, you only got five of them. Here they were. One, read consistently. I'm an avid reader. I believe that reading is literally one of the number one ways to change your life. Like, I believe that strongly. Um, two, exercise. I'm working on that. I've been working on that. You know what I'm saying? It's a constant work in progress, but this is a habit of a millionaire. Three, hang with other successful people. I actually think this is kind of like a very important thing that many people overlook. It's like if you want to live for the Lord, you're going to have to find some other people that's living for the Lord to have around you. I know everybody think they're called to be a light in the midst of darkness. And so you don't understand, Jay. I'm called to go out into the battlefield and blah, blah, blah. Well, number four, take calculated risks. So here's the thing. You don't just randomly do everything in life and just, you know, take a guess. Millionaires, and we're talking about a millionaire mindset here, you take a calculated risk. This means you think through things before you just jump into them. I think that's very important. And number five, oh, this was a hard one for everybody. Get up early. Just about every millionaire that I've come across or read about in a book or an article, they do this. They get up early and they have a routine. And as you guys know, the reason we're talking about the millionaire mindset is not for the money aspect, but because I strongly believe that these principles that they have and that they use to become millionaires are very useful in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, and will also help us walk in our purpose for the Lord, not just be lazy and lay around and do nothing. You feel what I'm saying? All right, let's try to sneak one more in. I like this one. Why are we so surprised when an artist's lifestyle mirrors their music? All right, I know this is a hard one for some people, but let's just take a moment and think about this logically. If for 15 years, 
I make music that is talking about fighting. Just all I do in my music is get into a fight, right? I fight kids, I fight adults, I fight old people in my music. If you see me on the news and find out, oh my gosh, he's been fighting people for all these years. Listen, there's no reason you should be surprised. I think what happens is a lot of times we ignore things that are right in front of our faces. And then once we see a video, then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, oh, he fights. Oh, why did he fight? Oh, stop fighting. It's like, no, he's been fighting the whole time, but you were enjoying it too much to pay attention. This is not to down anyone, but this is just to say, let's start thinking about what we're supporting in the first place. Let's not wait till it gets so bad that it becomes trendy not to support it. Now we're not supporting it, but we're still supporting other stuff that's just like it. But what do I know about music? That's off the record. That's off the record. Guys, record. people, thank you so much for listening today. Remember, you can visit me any day at jwillmusic.com. You can also hear this show on YouTube by typing in J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C and share this show with your friends, family, and coworkers and tell them like I tell you. If you don't like this show, just act like you like it. Inspire Guys people, jwillmusic.com.